Hello and welcome to the Free Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Rusty Shackelford. And yes, that is an alias. Some listeners may get it, although some are going to need to look it up. <laughs> right now, I want to give a brief introduction on what this podcast is going to be all about and what you can expect to be hearing in this and in future podcasts. First, I'm going to come out and I'm going to be very blunt and say that right now, there is a war on for your mind. A large part of everything you see in media or television is meant to dumb you down and control you. Hence the words, tell a vision. The CIA in the late 1940s and 50s, you can see this in declassified documents where they say they will use the television to induce mass brainwashing on the public. What you learn in the public school systems these days the foods and the drinks and the medicine they push on you on average will destroy your health all across the board. Our technology and smartphones were meant to listen to you and track you. Our political leaders are bought and paid by giant corporations that will spend huge money on studies where they will learn more effective ways to control us. And it is their ideas that become public policy in a world where the population is pushing 8 billion we are collectively controlled by a group of people that are roughly only a few thousand in number. Government, big pharmaceutical companies, the banksters, and Satan-worshipping pedophiles have found a way to infiltrate nearly every aspect of your lives. This podcast is about exposing these vampires and these systems that they have put in place. Much of what I will discuss has been kept hidden in plain sight and because, to be honest, the average person is overworked, probably very unhealthy, and definitely taught not to question the status quo of what we will be discussing. Until now, we are at this point in human history where the Great Awakening has began, and humans are beginning to use more and more of their potential, and the veil has been lifted from our, over our eyes. Back in 2012, you may remember all this hysteria about the end of the world that was going to come in December of 2012. They tried to say that the Mayans, the ancient Mayan civilization, predicted that the end of civilization would come at the end of 2012 because it was the end of the Mayan calendar. The reality is when you talk to the elders and you actually do research on people who research and are a part of that daily life, it was not that the world was going to come to an end. All it was is that we were heading into another cycle of the universe. And that began at the end of 2012. And I'm sure you have seen the changes in the world that have been rapidly increasing in the past several years. It's because once again, the veil has been lifted. What has been in the dark is no longer in the dark, it is now in the light. And we, again, collectively, as humans, are waking up to this. Today, to no surprise, my first podcast will be devoted to the COVID-19 pandemic that has, can, that has dominated the headlines and our lives for pretty much the entire year at this point. First, I would like to be clear. I do believe a virus exists. I'm not someone who thinks every aspect of it is a hoax. I do believe children have died in school shootings. I do not believe that the Holocaust is a hoax. I do believe, excuse me, I do not believe in a flat earth, so on and so on. 
I focus on the things that can be proved. So again, I do not believe, excuse me, again, I do believe that a virus exists. What I doubt is the origins of it from what we were initially told. And I do not believe in the severity of it that they hyped in the beginning, nor do I believe in the severity of what they are telling us now. What I do know is that lockdowns don't help shit. Putting the world practically in prison for anything, I don't care what it is, will only cause endless problems. From the beginning of this, MSN, mainstream media, has told us this will kill millions of people in America alone and that everything from masks are bad to masks are great. It transmits from surfaces to now it doesn't. It can spread from pets, but now apparently it doesn't. The average person has probably had their brains fried from the back and forth the last several months. Also, per usual, the media has been putting race-baiting stories out daily, where they openly divide us along racial lines. They are pitting us against each other with this whole essential versus non-essential workers thing. If you have a job right now, you are considered a hero. It doesn't matter what it is. And everyone should kiss your feet, according to the media. Meanwhile, if you were unemployed or furloughed, you were practically considered a skillless scumbag who needs to take your free money, watch Netflix, and shut up. That's essentially what we are told right now. People that go out and press, protest the lockdowns, they're all called racist, they're all called dumb, they're saying that they want to go out and kill people because they simply just want to play golf and get haircuts. Again, bullshit. These are people that just want their freedom to live their lives and their rights, again, their rights to work. So let me finally get into what MSN is not and probably won't be covering anytime soon. First is the origins of this virus. We've heard all along that the virus broke out in some meat market in Wuhan, China, because apparently they eat bats there. That's their thing. Supposedly something that was immediately considered a conspiracy theory and that is now being investigated by the United States is that the virus didn't originate in just the meat market. It leaked whether intentional or accidental from the Wuhan Institute of Virology that is just 20 miles away from this meat market. Coincidence? I doubt it. This right here is from freaking Wikipedia in 2015. I'm going to pull that up right now. In 2015, again, these are Wikipedia's words, not mine, an international team, including two scientists from the Institute, published successful research on whether a bat coronavirus could be made to infect Gila. The team engineered a hybrid virus combining a bat coronavirus with a SARS virus that had been adapted to grow in mice and mimic human disease. Get ready for this one. The hybrid virus was able to infect Excuse me, the hybrid virus was able to infect human cells. So that right there practically tells you that they created this virus in a lab in 2015. If you look this, if you look up this Institute of Virology, they have nothing but connections and funding that can be tied back to Dr. Fauci, to Bill Gates, etc. That is where their funding comes from. Billions of dollars have been sent to this research lab in the last decade. China leaked this and they tried like hell to cover it up. I mean, this thing is 20 miles. This Institute of Virology lab is 20 miles away from the supposed meat market. Again, 
I don't want to come out and just say that, yes, it was intentional, but the likelihood of it being accidental seems very unlikely to me. So again, China leaked this, and they tried like hell to cover it up. And eventually, they used draconian lockdown measures on their population that the U.S., of course, followed. Pretty much every developed nation did follow it. The lone exception would probably be Sweden. And if you look at their numbers, they actually wound up being in just the same shape as anybody else. And again, they didn't introduce lockdown measures. That's worth looking into. China was not alone in their cover-up attempts. They had help from who? The World Health Organization. The same World Health Organization that the media tells you that you need to worship. One reason they did this was to hoard medical supplies. This was covered in Forbes. Who took their time alerting other nations? Again, World Health Organization took their time alerting other nations about the virus. And along with China, they only shared data that was about 50% accurate originally. Again, this is the place that this virus originated from. And they're lying to you at least halfway. Almost all of who, just like U.S. universities, major media and movie firms, Apple, you name it, is under the communist Chinese payroll. Notice how you aren't even allowed to acknowledge that now that the virus came from China because to do so would be, drum roll please, that you're a racist. We hear constantly that we need testing. Testing, testing, testing. We need more testing. The governors say that. The president says that. Everyone says that. Let me break it down, folks. The tests are bullshit. Okay? Bullshit. Here I have local ABC affiliates out of Los Angeles saying in the headline that some antibody tests trigger false positives. In the article, you have the doctors saying a patient who tested positive but his wife did not may have been a false positive because some coronaviruses cause the common cold. Later in the article, they link you to the manufacturing, they, they link you to the manufacturing inserts for the testing kits, which state positive results may be due to past or present infection non-SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus strains. It then lists four other strains that the test may react to. Later, the doctor states, sometimes you can have antibodies to the virus that caused the common cold that could potentially cross-react with this test. So in other words, the test doesn't even distinguish between the COVID-19 strain or the coronaviruses that have been around forever that are essentially the common cold. This is the same thing you see in the back of your Lysol wipes. The BBC covered this. You have the National Institute of Health admitting the test kits trigger false positives anywhere from 30 to 70% of the time. These tests aren't even approved by the FDA. Even if they did work, the damn things are contaminated. Here you have the Washington Department of Health and remember them for later. Here they are saying that they had to recall 12,000 test kits due to possible contamination. Where did the kits come from? You guessed it, China. Same thing happened in the, UK, in the UK, United Kingdom. They got thousands of test kits from China that are contaminated with the virus itself. I mean, for crying out loud, President Mugufuli of the country Tanzania, who has been skeptical all along about this, apparently, when his country received the test kits, they took two samples from a pawpaw fruit and a goat. Okay, they sent these samples back to the lab without the lab having knowledge of what exactly the samples were tested on. And guess what? Both samples came back positive. So I want to know, did the goats and the fruits 
have to go into quarantine or lockdown. I'm dying to know about that. Doesn't seem so, though. In March, it came out, and you can see this on the CDC.gov website, where the Director of Division and Vital Statistics, in a letter that went to pretty much the entire healthcare industry, where they introduced a ICD code for COVID deaths, which include COVID-19 as the cause of death, even if they hadn't been tested. As long as they were assumed to have caused or just contributed to the patient's death. Again, in other words, they are practically saying, hey, we don't know how they died from the coronavirus, but we think they did. So let's go get that extra money from the federal government that each hospital now gets, especially if they have a patient on a ventilator. There is nearly four, 40 grand there for each patient. That is hooked to a ventilator and if you can look this up the patients die 80 percent of the time because the ventilators along with in many cases incompetent quote-unquote hero health workers that are killing them don't question it though because again these are your heroes because they have jobs and you don't or they post TikTok videos and sing john lennon's imagine all right let's get into this i'm sorry according to the colorado sun nearly 25 percent of people said to have died from the coronavirus don't even have it on their death certificates so the state of colorado had drastically had to drastically reduce the number of fatalities okay inquire.com pennsylvania removes over 200 deaths from the coronavirus counts after questions amount about reporting processed they blamed it on technical glitches of course Nothing to do with them actually lying about how these people died. Of course not. It's always technical glitches. AP News. <laughs> Death toll soared by 3,800 cases in New York after state adds probable cases. People who weren't even tested and in some cases died from heart attacks or pneumonia. There are cases where people have had drug overdoses or fell off a damn ladder and died of a head trauma, but the states will list them as coronavirus deaths because they supposedly tested positive for the virus. So I want to know why somebody with a drug overdose is getting tested for the virus in the first place. Shouldn't the first priority be to save this person's life? But it's nice to know now that head trauma and drugs can't kill me. I've done drugs in my life. I've been hit in the head countless times. So it's nice to know that I'm practically immortal unless the coronavirus comes for me. I've seen memes months back, and I even joked about this a lot with people I know, where they were going to start counting gunshot victims as COVID deaths. <laughs> it's no longer a joke. This is from the Washington Department of Health. Remember, I told you to remember that name. Statistics manager, Kitty Hutchinson who stated that the dashboard numbers includes all deaths from persons who tested positive from COVID-19. Here's her quote, again, not mine. We don't always know the cause of death for a death when it is first reported on our dashboard. That is true. Over the course of the outbreak, we have been monitoring and recording the causes of death as we know it. We currently do have some deaths that are being reported that are clearly from other causes. We have about five deaths, less than five deaths that we know of that are related to obvious other causes. In this case, they are from gunshot wounds. So, you get shot in the head. They send you to the hospital and their first priority is to see if you got coronavirus. That's criminal, folks. 
It really is. And it's inhumane. Because you can do a lot of things that are supposedly criminal, but not so inhumane. This is one of those things that are, where it's both. It's disgusting. And I pray the families that have been victimized by these lies from the government, I hope they sue their asses for everything they're worth. I can show you once again the Center for Disease and Control's revised numbers. You can find this on their website from May 27th, showing 76,000 deaths in the U.S. because in their revised numbers, they were honest enough to remove pneumonia and flu deaths. Now the mainstream media keeps showing you the inflated numbers that include drug overdoses, car crashes, heart attacks, you name it. The number they've given you as of today is over 100,000 and counting, while they will play some grim music in the background and the broadcaster pretends to cry. The CDC even stated this week the death rate has been shown now to be at about 0.03% in those in, with those that have been infected with the virus. You would think that the whole world would be celebrating that considering this is something similar to a typical flu, Statistically, nope, lockdowns can't end until you can have a vaccine. And anyone who suggests otherwise is bad and wants to kill old people. Those are their words. MSN keeps comparing this to the Spanish flu from 100 years ago, which, by the way, was created in a U.S. lab. So this notion that viruses can't escape labs is pure crap. The Spanish flu killed over 100 million people worldwide. We aren't even at a half million worldwide yet. Hell, a half a million people die every year of medical mistakes in this country. But do you hear about it? No, because the doctors and the nurses have now been elevated to godlike status. Just like when the police were elevated to godlike status 20, 30 years ago, when the feds gave them opportune time to beat the hell out of everybody they wish. Okay? But now, now, the, fed, now the government and the media has turned the tables on them. So eventually the same thing will have to do, happen to doctors and nurses. Just give it time. There is nobody exempt from this evil. So for those of you who think you are above it and you're immune to it, get ready because your asses will be first. I know many people in the healthcare industry. I want to say that are great people and they do great work. Friends and family members. Just don't give me this shit where they are perfect and out there on the front lines. Meanwhile, this past Memorial Day, we could barely even acknowledge fallen soldiers because we aren't allowed to leave the house. So imagine that Memorial Day, we, remember, we, we remember those who fought for our freedoms, but we are on house arrest for something that kills 0.03% of the populace. The swine flu killed hundreds of thousands worldwide about a decade ago, no lockdown. The 1968 Hong Kong flu pandemic reached America and killed 100,000 Americans, yet no lockdown. And within a few months, we had we had huge, again, huge musical festivals for a quarter million kids pushed on top of each other like Altamont or even more, about 500,000 people in Woodstock. Where was the social distancing in Woodstock? Where they were having sex in the lakes? They were doing drugs on top of each other. They were laying in rain-filled pits for days on top of each other. Now, I'm not complaining because I thought Woodstock was awesome. I wasn't there, but I listened to the music all the time. Again, we had a worldwide pandemic that killed over 100,000 people in just this country. Within a few months, we did Woodstock. 
if you are following even the corrupted data that they will give you, then you will see that the overwhelming majority of deaths have came from those with two or three common morbidities, like hypertensive people, people that are obese, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, cancer, severe vitamin D deficiency, or just anyone with compromised immune systems. The average age of those who have died is well into their 80s. Their 80s. These people do matter, of course, but you take precautions to help them, to protect them. You do not need to lock down the healthy people. However, according to MSM, though healthy people carry it, although they never even show any symptoms. So because of that, you need to be locked up because you don't know what's best for you, but big government does. Right now, I want to take a closer look at the fallouts of everything that goes much further than any virus ever could. We have seen the attack on churches and places of worship. The virus apparently spreads in church, but it doesn't in a Walmart. We have seen an ever-increasing assault on our Bill of Rights and Constitutions. How you got the governor of New Jersey saying, yeah, we didn't pay attention to the Constitution when we implemented this lockdown. Of course you didn't, because this document doesn't give you the power to do this. This is serious, folks. You have to listen to World Health Organization officials. Here they are again, saying we need to remove people from their homes. I'm going to play this clip here for you. In most parts of the world, due to lockdown, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household, at family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a, in a safe and dignified manner. safe and dignified manner to remove me out of my house and away from my family against my will and they want to find a safe and dignified manner to do that hey buddy try that in america we got our second amendment for a reason so again try it but then again i don't know maybe they can try it american citizens right now are ratting on each other for coughing next door or working out with their family in their own backyards. You even have California government officials saying, you heard snitches get snitches. Well, not anymore because snitches get rewards like cash payments. Let me just say something. I don't care how cool or protected you think your ass is. If you go out there snitching on people for coughing next door, you better believe someone is going to give your ass stitches and then some. The most important thing that we see taking place right now is the economic collapse that this thing has triggered. For years, we heard how great our economy is. We heard that mainly from the Trump administration. We heard it from the Obama administration his last couple of years. Some like myself have known all along that this was an artificial bubble just waiting to pop. And the insiders knew these things. That's why you have all these senators or CEOs getting caught left and right, cashing out before the payment, just nonstop speculation and insider trading. It's been reported that America's billionaires got $434 billion richer during this pandemic. People like Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos included, of course. 
The trillions of dollars spent on this stimulus, multiple stimuluses with more to come, have led to the largest transference of wealth possibly in history, while you've had lower and middle classes were robbed but paid off with crumbs, like $1,200 checks to prevent from having a second American revolution. Less than a fifth of the money from the stimulus bill actually went to the stimulus checks. And hell, I know people who still haven't even gotten theirs. Meanwhile, you got 40 million people that are unemployed. These bills were packed with nothing but, but corporate bailout welfare, just like it was in 2008 and 2009. President Obama bailed out everybody then, and the Trump administration has done the same thing today. So stop pretending that they're different people. The presidents are puppets. Nothing more, nothing less, and they don't work for you or your interest. The more money the Federal Reserve, the private Federal Reserve Bank, that has never been audited before, and operates out of secrecy. There's no accountability. They print money out of thin air to keep this country from complete collapse. This is only going to lead to hyperinflation on prices for goods and services because the second and third worlds depend on the first world. This will and is already leading to mass food shortage for mass food shortage. Ah, my bad. Mass food shortages. People are starving already, and it's going to continue because. These, again, second and third depend on the first. They depend on countries like America. They depend on Europe. We're going to get even more mass immigrations from these third world countries because of this. I predicted this for months. And here we are. Suicides, they're increasing and they're increasing rapidly. California has reported more suicides than coronavirus deaths. Of course they are, because this is done by design to exhaust the population and make them give in. It is all about enslaving you, and this is why I call this podcast the Free Your Mind podcast. The repercussions of all this will stretch long before, long beyond 2020. And I hate to say it, but only the strong, only, only the strong are going to survive this thing. And even then, some of them probably won't survive this thing. That's how serious this is right now. Time to sit on your ass and be naive about everything is over with. They've came for all of us at this point. Oh, I, I nearly forgot. This, 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 is the, this is the worst. So probably the most disgusting thing I've seen in this time is how states have been ordered to send COVID-19 positive people to nursing homes. Again, they're going to take you out of your home. They're already doing it here. This isn't the freaking New York Times reporting on this. Many, mostly blue states, have been forced to adopt this. California, New York, Pennsylvania, Michigan, so on and so forth. These aren't elderly people being sent here. These are, in many cases, young people with mental illness who supposedly are infected by the coronavirus. They're sent into nursing homes to stay with the people who need the most help. So you can't visit your sick family members, but we can send supposedly sick 20-something-year-olds to live with them and to be in the same room with them. There are viral videos of scavenged scum in the past week just beating up old people, choking out old women in nursing homes, drugging patients. We have known for years about the abuse in nursing homes from employees, but these aren't even employees. It disgusts me that this is happening, and it disgusts me more to see more and more young people abandon their elders and their parents. What the hell kind of society are we in? 
Imagine working your ass off your whole life and raising spoiled brats that want to throw you into these, to these homes at the mercy of people who flat don't give a shit because they want an in, they don't want an inconvenience. Look up the videos. If they ever stop pulling them off the internet, anyone with eyes that work can see the media promotes their narrative. And if what's taking place doesn't fit the narrative, they won't cover it. We are now seeing more and more honest and brave healthcare workers getting censored or fired but they for, for challenging the narrative. I'm going to play about a five-minute clip of two doctors in Bakersfield, California named Dan Erickson and Artin Masai. They held a press conference back in April discussing many things, but discussing the secondary effects caused from these lockdowns like increased child and spousal abuse, increases in drug or alcohol abuse, anxiety attacks. Also, they broke down what stay-at-home orders will do to the immune system. Again, I want to play this whole thing. The whole press conference is about 45 minutes, and I do encourage people to find it. It's going to have a hell of a time finding it on YouTube, but I do encourage you to find it and listen to the whole thing when you have time. It's a it's incredibly powerful. But again, if you want to skip ahead, this this clip is going to last about five minutes. So again, I encourage you to listen to it. But again, if you want to skip ahead in this podcast, I would encourage you to do it maybe about four or five minutes. So here we go. We are going to play the doctors from Bakersfield, California, in five minutes from their press conference back in April. I think the answer is going to be increasingly clear as we move through this data. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, the effects of COVID-19, the secondary effects. COVID-19 is one aspect of our health sector. What has it caused to have us be involved in social isolation? What, is it, what has it caused uh, that, that we are seeing the community respond to? Child molestation is increasing at a severe rate. We could go over multiple cases of children who have been molested due to angry family members who are intoxicated, who are home, who have no paycheck. These things last a lifetime. This isn't about a seasonal flu. These are things that will follow these people and affect them in a negative fashion for their life. And these are secondary effects from COVID. And these are for me talking to ERs, talking to my doctors, and talking to people across the country and finding out what they're seeing. Spousal abuse. We see people coming in here with black eyes and cuts on their face. It's an obvious abuse of case. These are things that will affect them for a lifetime, not for a season. Alcoholism, anxiety, depression, suicide. I talked to uh, the, the, the uh, Donnie Youngblood and various people in the community. I've asked them, how are things going? Suicide is spiking. Education has dropped off. Economic collapse. Medical industry, we're all suffering because our staff isn't here and we have no volume. These are all real things that I'm seeing every day. I don't, I don't read about this stuff. I'm seeing it in my clinics. We have clinics from Fresno to San Diego, and these things are spiking in our community. These things will affect people for a lifetime, not for a season. So let's, let's make sure we're clear on that. So we've gone over the secondary effects. We've gone over the statistics. Now I want to compare flu virus. Is this significantly different? And I just got a little bit of data here. Um, so deaths uh, per the CDC, 24,000 to 62,000 deaths each year. Um, we get about, we had uh, about 45 million total cases in 2017 with about 62,000 deaths or a 
chance of death from flu in the United States. As you know, our other numbers were 0.02. So the lethality of, of COVID-19 is much less. And you've got hotbeds of it in New York, but again, went over the numbers, 0.1% chance of death. Widespread, small amount of deaths. It's similar to flu, as a matter of fact. If we follow the science, as we've been asked to do, I'm following the science. This data is generated by the CDC, World Health Organization. The testing is generated by what we have done here. So we are following the science. Now I want to talk about the immune system. Uh, Dr. Masihi used to teach for immunology. We both had years of microbiology, biochemistry, and virology studies. We've made it our life's work to understand this stuff. And here, I'd like to go over some basic things about how the immune system functions so people have a good understanding. The immune system is built by exposure to antigens, viruses, bacteria. When you're a little child crawling on the ground, putting stuff in your mouth, viruses and bacteria come in, you form an antigen antibody complex, you form IgG, IgM. This is how your immune system is built. You don't take a small child, put them in bubble wrap in a room and say, go have a healthy immune system. This is immunology, microbiology 101. This is not something, this is the basis of what we've known for years. Um, so what I'm seeing is when you take human beings and you say, go into your house, clean all your counters, Lysol them down. You're going to kill 99% of viruses and bacteria. Wear a mask. Don't go outside. What does it do to our immune system? Our immune system is used to touching. We share bacteria, staphylococcal, streptococcal bacteria, viruses. We develop an immune response daily to this stuff. When you take that away from me, my immune system drops. As I shelter in place, my immune system drops. You keep me there for months, it drops more. And now I'm at home, hand washing vigorously, washing the counters, worried about things that are indeed what I need to survive. Let's follow the science. This is immunology, folks. This is microbiology. This is what we've combined together. We have 40 years of experience in this. This is common sense immunology. So quarantining and social distancing is worse for us, you're saying? It decreases your immune system. You, you can't build an immune system by, if, if someone has a, a reduced immune system, you, you hide them away because they can't build an immune system. If you have a normal functioning immune system, you need interaction. The, the, when a child's in a womb, you're in this protected environment. When you come out, you have almost no immune system. You develop that through touching your mouth, touching your eyes, virus, bacteria, virus, bacteria, immune response, IgG, IgM. This is how you build a strong immune system. Of course they are, but that's that's from media telling them to. I am telling them sheltering in place decreases your immune system. And then as we all come out of shelter in place with a lower immune system and start trading viruses, bacteria, what do you think is going to happen? Disease is going to spike. And then you've got disease spike amongst a hospital system with furloughed doctors and nurses. This is not the combination we want to set up for a healthy society. So it doesn't make Dr. any sense. So Dr. Gachi wrong then when he says... Again, that is Drs. Dan Erickson and Artem Masai, the brave men from Bakersfield, California, that are out there exposing what's really going on and what the virus will do in the future when we do end lockdowns, or any virus for that matter, actually. But these are two young men that have been removed and scrubbed from all social medias, 
Um, I, I know people personally that will f post these videos to their YouTube page or their Facebook pages and have them removed almost immediately. Any doctor or healthcare worker, including nurses, will pretty much be blacklisted, fired from their job, removed off social media, completely censored. Because again, they are not contributing to the narrative. We have about 500 medical doctors that just wrote a petition to President Trump to end the lockdown. 500 medical doctors. All saying the lockdown isn't working. Do you hear that on mainstream media? No. They give you their hand-picked, bought and paid for globalist, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation doctors who tell you what they think they need to tell you to keep you under control. They don't want you questioning this. If you question this, you'll get bullied into submission. But thankfully, we have brave men and women that aren't going to cower to this. I, I could do this for hours more, but there, there, there really is so much to get into this. But I want to discuss some more of what I think is going to be coming next. Okay, The vaccine is on its way. It's being rushed, obviously, and our pals at Johnson & Johnson are helping to develop it right now. And if you don't remember, this is the same company that knew they had asbestos in the baby powder for decades that gave people cancer. They've had to pay out billions in settlements. The same people involved big time in the opioid crisis that has killed thousands of Americans every year. It lowers the it lowers our average life expectancy in America every year because the opioid crisis was so bad. They will be the ones to give you a safe and surely effective vaccine. Sarcasm, folks. Fight, fight, fight. Don't roll your arm up. My body, my choice needs to stand for something finally other than just abortion. The more we are at home, the more internet usage we're using, which will, of course, in their rationalization, mean we need more 5G towers. Get ready for it. It's already happening throughout major metropolitan areas. We're going to do a podcast about 5G in the future. But this is this is bad stuff, folks. The radiation is so bad that it kills trees and plants near the cell towers. Or even in California, look this up. Schools with, with dozens of small children that were getting the same kinds of cancers because of excessive radiation exposure were after the 5G towers were placed next to the school. This is within months, within six months, dozens of these school, ch of school children from the same school contracted cancer. It's not normal, folks. It's not normal at all. And I'm afraid it's going to get worse. The media, of course, they'll still be performing Project Mockingbird, that admitted 1950s, 60s, 70s CIA program where they actually had media like New York Times, CBS, etc. under their payroll. This never ended, folks. It's still occurring to this day. Look up Anderson Cooper from CNN. That guy was a, CN, there was a CIA intern in college. Dozens, hundreds, thousands of media local in Local and mainstream are still under the payroll, to this day, giving you false information. Turn, turn it off, folks. Turn off the idiot box and look into these things for yourself. Stop trusting media. I mean, we, we, we see every commercial. We see every local or, again, 
mainstream media channels saying the same things. This is the new normal in these trying times. We're here to help you. And, and you know, Facebook cares about you and Hyundai cares about you and Walmart cares about you because we're alone together and all this crap. Stop listening to it, folks. Stop the brainwashing. Free your mind again. Nothing but lies and propaganda. Nothing. We're going to end this. I'm going to end this. If you listen to Bill Gates, he hints with a smile on his face that this is just the dress rehearsal for the next big thing that's going to come. The next virus, whatever it's going to be. That's why he's begging for a vaccine. And don't worry, folks. Those of, those of you that are listening to me right now and waiting for me to go in on Bill Gates, it's coming. There is not enough time to get into his corruption. So take this time right now. I almost want to end this final segment giving you giving you a charge. I'm not sure if you're fully familiar with what a charge is, but I'm going to do it right now. And you're going to see that it is something meant to inspire you, to motivate you, to propel you, hopefully, into stronger versions of yourself. So again, right now, I'm going to challenge you, folks, to gain knowledge, to save as much money as you can. We may all need to keep even consider leaving these big cities and congested areas. Don't listen to the media. Go outside in the sun. Your body needs vitamin D. Okay? And depending on your ethnicity, some cases you may need it more. African Americans will need it more. Okay? Don't listen to the media and their fear-mongering. Take your own health into your own hands. Work out. Go for walks. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Make sure you get plenty of vitamin C or D, like I already said, the minerals like zinc in your food or even a multivitamin. If, if nothing else, you can get this in bell peppers, berries, broccoli, eggs, seafood, mushrooms, nuts, milks, and so on. We have to become more self-sufficient, folks. And we need to learn to work together beyond our differences. See past the illusion of things like race, gender, class, privilege, etc. These are all things meant to keep us at each other's throats. Being a Democrat or Republican isn't the answer. The answer is freedom. Freedom of our bodies, our minds, our families, our communities, our future. True human connectedness is the only way we will ever stand a chance as a people. With that said, we've came to the conclusion of this podcast. I want to thank you for listening to this. I want to thank you for being along for the first one. There will be many more to come. If anyone wants to reach out to me with questions or maybe suggestions for a future podcast, they can reach out to me at Rusty. Shackleford926 at gmail.com. And again, that's Rusty, R-U-S-T-Y, Shackleford, S-H-A-C-K-L-E-F-O-R-D, 926 at gmail.com. And until then, take care.